Welcome back to another episode of the Strozzi Football Podcast. On this week's pod, we discuss both Glasgow teams' poor start to the Europa League group stage campaign. We discuss the Scottish women's national team, a couple of good results there. We also look at all the action in the league and some last night action in the League Cup. Richard Tobin, how are we? I fly via satellite delay in Sydney. Uh, I've been watching lots of Scottish women's football. Good old Pedro Martinez Loza um, did a great job at Rayo Vallecano, um, Ferminio back in the early zeros, and was most recently the Arsenal and Bordeaux coach before coming to be the boss of Scotland's women. Great results: a two-nil win away in Hungary and a seven-one win in their first. Uh, World Cup qualifying game at Hampden Park, which was wonderful to see. A uh, really brilliant result. Uh, a shame for the Faroe Islands, who were looking as if they celebrated like they'd the first goal, as if they'd won the World Cup. But they will be coming to hopefully the World Cup in Australia and Aotearoa, New Zealand. In 2023, their stadiums are getting built. We'll be ready for you. And really, really enjoyed watching it. Really, really exciting football, actually. High quality, high tempo, and a decent crowd at Hampden. Anthony, what did you see this week? Well, I saw a seven-goal thriller in Seville. Uh, Celtic, uh, unfortunately, didn't beat 4-3 in the end by Real Betis, but Celtic 2-0 up in no time with uh, Albion Aieti winning the uh, VAR lottery uh, and then also uh, winning a penalty for uh, right-back Juranovic to uh, slot home cool as you like. Uh, Joe Hart with a couple of excellent saves, but it wasn't enough as uh, Celtic went to sleep at the back, uh, leeching four goals to either side of the half um, and not even an Anthony Ralston header near the end could uh, salvage a point from the game and unfortunately that's Celtic's 30 odd year hoodoo of never um actually probably longer than 30 years uh never beating a Spanish team on Spanish soil continuing um, uh, who were the last team that or the last Spanish team that, that Celtic beat in any competition is that a trick question Richard oh no <laughs> or oh, Barcelona Ooh, Tony Watt Oh, the, the mother will talisman himself, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> Rangers on, uh, also uh, not having the best of starts in Europe, uh, going down 2-0 to Lyon at home. Uh, Lyon with a few players missing, uh, going 1-0 up uh, from a wonderful strike from the Cameroonian uh, left winger. Um, absolute uh, cracker of a goal. Uh, and then lamentable in the second half with a... James Tavernier, uh, Ungo off his uh, right bum cheek. Um, it looks like which... everybody all over the park was in the penalty box for that particular goal. Yes, it was like, it was, yeah, there's bodies everywhere. And it just so happens that Conor Dawson cleared it around to the back of uh, James Tavernier 2 0. And uh, yeah, a lot of work for both Glasgow sides to do, both sitting on zero points. Um, it's all about the coefficient, as St. Johnson fans will tell you. Um, some good action at the weekend, though. I mean, I think that rolling into that, really fascinating to see Hibs 
who looks as though they were going to do it, um, although um, we're behind to go at halftime and, and got so close. But I really enjoyed uh, Joe Shaughnessy's equaliser so late in the game. I think the Samaritan fans who travelled to Edinburgh enjoyed that too. It was quite a, um, quite a testy affair. Um, Hibs probably should have had a penalty in the first half. Um, Kyle McGinnis getting sort of manhandled, like one arm around his throat and then you know another arm sort of dragging his pulling his shirt so how the old just of an edinburgh is it not well this is that probably should have been at murrayfield that tackle um but that was a um that would have been one the var would have picked up i'm fairly certain i think probably the referee should have picked up as well um hibbs knocking at the door on a few a few occasions but a bit a little bit wasteful and yeah in the end two each and Funny, funny game, really, in the end. But you know, these are the games that like I said, I said this last week. I said Hibs have to win these games at home if they want to, you know, they want to guarantee themselves third spot in European football next season. Um, are you suggesting they can't win the league? <laughs> well, uh, the, the the home form they need to be indomitable at home, and you know, St. Martin, St. Martin have been struggling. Um, so you know, St. Martin obviously put a lot of fight. Probably it's the first time they've scored two goals all season, I think. Yeah. Um. You know, so they've got to. Um. Yeah. If you if you want to be ruthless, they've got to they've got to, got to win these games. But uh, fair play, to St. Mern battled hard, and they got they got a well deserved point away from home. St. Johnson and Stevie May, who um, had really not a great time when he was playing at Aberdeen and uh, wandered through most of Aberdeen's midfield and half of the defence before uh, curling a shot into the core of the net and going to celebrate with the Aberdeen fans, who I'm sure were suggesting what a wonderful guy he was um, for them when he was there in the 84th minute. Uh, Aberdeen, not a great start. St. Johnson going okay again. Well, this was the one we said one of them had to win it, and um, St. Johnson taking the um, taking the uh, taking the bitties. Uh, yeah, Stevie May, great goal, and yeah, I don't mind that. You know, I think the whole thing of you, know, you used to play for that club, or you can't celebrate. That's that's rubbish, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you should be able to celebrate any way you any way you like. Oh, I'm um, going to pull you up on that. Would you be upset if Henry could celebrate scoring for Barcelona at Celtic Park? I mean, you got to, you got to, somebody's got to salute the salute the goal, or salute the, the salute the man. Oh. I mean, I, I suppose it's a little bit of. Well, the flip side to this is um, obviously we're going to talk about the Hearts game in a minute, but um, your man, um, whose name completely escapes me at the moment, uh, Liam Boyce, he used to play for Ross County, and he didn't celebrate after scoring the opening goal in the ninth minute for Hearts. Yeah. So, I mean, it just looks weird. It's like you've scored a goal for your team. Like, what about the supporters that are paying your wages by supporting you? Like, you've got to – surely you have to celebrate the goal. I don't know. I I, I, I just think if you're, if you're playing, you've scored a goal, you should be able to celebrate it anyway you, any you like. You're a closet pro. And so you would celebrate wildly if you headed in for Rangers against Celtic then, wouldn't you? I don't think I'd ever be playing for Rangers in the first place, Richard, but, you know, <laughs> to, to each their own. Um, uh, so, yeah, so Aberdeen really should really start, and this is the old adage of be careful for what you wish for because, um, you know, Derek McInnes find, found a way to get these results at home, but, right. um, yeah, I don't know, a bit of a should really pay, actually a point below Celtic in seventh spot at the moment. So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, as I said, a lot of work for Aberdeen to do. Uh, 
Ross County 2, Hearts 2. Uh, Richard, any sort of thoughts on this one? I thought, listen, Ross County looked great. I mean, they came back very quickly. Blair Spittle's equaliser was 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 refreshing. And then they were ahead at half time and, and, and looked good value for it. Um, and so the first time I've actually seen them this season thinking, yeah, you guys actually probably deserve to be here and, and actually got a bit of quality about you. So they were definitely better organised, definitely gave Hearts a good game. Hearts, who played quite well most of the season so far, uh, and and I actually thought that it was a wee bit kind of a bit of a close run thing that Hearts took a point away from it. But again, Hearts have been going well and a good game in goal again for Craig Gordon. Yeah, no, a couple of just saves um, either side. Um, you tipped a two-all draw, so fair play. I think I tipped two-one Hearts, so uh, boom, boom. Um, I think that was all the Saturday fixtures. Um, so that leads us into the... Dundee Derby, Dundee United versus Dundee, 1 0 Dundee United. I, th- I thought you might, Richard. Uh, Ian Hearts in the 81st minute um, with quite a, it was quite a lovely strike. And looking at the yellow cards, six yellow cards in the match, that looks pretty, pretty par for the course for a Tayside Derby. Famously, back for uh, many years ago in BBC Scotland, there was a pundit uh, in Dundee, or not a pundit, a journalist. Uh, called Dick Donald, which was brilliant because he had Dick Donald from Dundee. And he used to start his commentary by saying it's a dual, dur, drich, drab day for the Dundee Derby. And it's Dick Donald here. And I couldn't help but think about that when I watched some of the game thinking, what a dull, dur, drab, drich game this is <laughs> however Ian Hart's actually lifted it out of his kind of torpor and uh, it wasn't a great game uh, Lee Griffiths again given a couple of chances he's not really firing yet any comments on that well I obviously yeah failed to store um in, in obviously in the derby on the weekend and then he um failed to store uh last night as well in the in the league cup um, Dundee going down 2-0 to uh, St. Johnson, um, which we'll obviously talk on in a second. But um, it, it, look, some of the plays, particularly Dundee's chances in the first half against St. Johnson, I'm sorry, I'm merging two games at once here, but he did seem to be creating chances and he was actually more setting things up. He wasn't really getting on the end of the chances himself, but he was actually playing out wide and, and sort of being a bit of a playmaker, which... I don't know if that's what James McPake wants him to do because um, you always sort of see Lee Griffiths as being that sort of box, yeah, in the box sort of poacher type striker, you know, centre forward. So um, not sure on that one yet. Jury's out, that's obviously, but the fact that, the fact that he's playing, um, you know, week in, week out, will probably, you know, you, we'll, we'll be able to judge him in the next sort of next month or so and see see where he's at and see if he's. You know, going to start strong goals from Dundee, or you know, is he is he is he finished? Well, time will tell. My final comment on that game is Peter Pollock got booked, and I think that should be the name of the new Dundee United fanzine. Peter Pollock got booked because uh, <laughs> it's such a regular occurrence. Uh, Rangers, a uh, I'm bouncing back from European duty and a defeat with a draw. Yeah, um, I mean, you, we did sort of say that Motherwell were, had, were, were coming out of this with a bit of form and managed to get a draw. Um, Rangers, again, probably spurning, spurning chances to a certain degree. Um, 
That's, the, that's Junior Sakala's first goal for Rangers. I think it is. It was also flag day for the Rangers fans as well. So it was a bit of a mixed celebration there. But in the end, um, but yeah, I, I, Motherwell, yeah, I just was this team. They're just, just sort of hanging there. And it was Van der Been that sort of set up uh, Kane Woolery, Woolery sorry, for the for the equaliser. Um, I think there was probably a question mark around the goal for Rangers as well, whether Sakala was offside or not. Um, definitely the Motherwell manager was saying in his post-match that he felt it was. And hard to tell from the camera angles that I saw, but, you know, it, you could definitely possibly have been offside. Well, with Rangers' management a... of their media relations at the moment, it's almost kind of the, the 1980s Pravda office and uh, you're only allowed in if you want to say kind of fawning things. I have no kind of compunction about saying this anymore. I think some of the kind of stuff I've seen online has been embarrassing. Um, well, but, I mean... Um, I, you're, 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 go on. You're still in my final thought, but I may as well just say it now, like banning or not allowing Neil Lennon and uh, Chris Sutton to present for BT Sports for the Euro- Europa League matches is just absolutely horrendous. And it's, you know, it's like that Stalinist sort of Eastern Bloc, um, you know, media, like tr- Trumpism, whatever you want to call it. But it's just, it's just, it just needs to be called out. It, it needs to, it needs to, it needs to stop. I mean, you can't say that they're a security risk. I mean, what what does that mean? Does that mean that Neil Lennon and 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 Chris Sutton are going to cause problems in Ibrox? Are you worried that your support, the Rangers supporters, are going to lynch them? Um, what are you what what are you what are you concerned about? What are you what are you worried about? What are you censoring? Like it's just it's absolutely bizarre. And, absolutely uh, brilliant, be- Anthony. I think you should spend more time on conspiracy theory forums so that you can actually kind of probably get some background for. But yeah, it was brilliant that you took um, the whole kind of Eastern Bloc thing to Trumpism and everything in between. I, I, I yeah, that that is that shows so much insight into that kind of whole mentality of like everyone's against us. But can I just say about Fashion Sakala? Um, he's a guy who played his his first team were in Changa Rangers. Um, in a team uh, who played in Chingola in Zambia many, many years ago. He went to Spartak Moscow from Zambia. So I would have said that that was a really big climactic difference. And then it was Ostend he was playing for, and one Jack Hendry who suggested to him that going to Rangers might not be a bad idea. So good on him. Good on him for scoring and, and good on him for actually embracing the opportunity. Yeah, well, I'll just say it's, it's obviously his first goal, so um, we'll keep an eye on Fashion Sakala and we'll see how he goes. Um, Livingston, Celtic, that typical oof. game when Celtic are in Southern Europe and they always know they're going to come back on Sunday and being Livingston. Yes, the old uh, spaghetti had. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just... I've that before. Uh yeah, no, not 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 my material, Richard. I can't claim credit for it, but it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, well, I I, t- I predicted that this was probably going to happen, and sure enough, European hangover plus Plastic Park plus a resolute Livingston equals one uh, 0 Livingston, and the boy up front, uh, Andrew Shinney, took his goal really, really well. It's probably only one of two chances. Livingston having another, which probably should have went two ahead. A header that Joe Hart stuck his arm out and somehow managed to reflex, parried it away, which would have compounded Celtic's misery. But there was just 
Max Strike and goals in the second half, just absolutely immense, just saving one shot, one header after another. Still Good giving against really... Rangers last night again. We'll come to yeah, that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did see that he put in a, well, apart from his back pass, he put on quite a good performance. Um, the the Celtic huffed and puffed, and it was one of those ones where Ange didn't have that many options off the bench, but he waited till about the seventy first minute, which I felt was probably a bit too late. Um, they were toiling well, well and truly by that point, and changes even some sort of a change had to happen, but. Uh, unfortunately couldn't find a way through and you know on one hand yet yeah, Rangers slipped up drawing the motherwell but they've still managed to be a point further ahead of Celtic but that's probably the least of their worries that now it's in Celtic are sitting currently six with three wins and three losses and still yet to register an away win in the league since Valentine's Day so uh, a problem for Neil Lennon and for John Kennedy and also now a problem for Ange Postecoglou. Very funny. I actually remember, and I was trying to place Andrew Shinney, um, but I actually saw him once play for Inverness Caledonian Thistle many years ago uh, against Sterling Albion, I'm pretty sure, in a cup game. Uh, aye. Anyway, kind of very, very vague. He's, he's had one of these kind of multi-place careers that you can't really quite place. Journeyman like careers, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like people like yourself. But- Absolute belter of a goal, by the way. So he took yeah. it, he took his he took his chance well. Stephen Welsh should have done a lot better defensively, but um once Andrew Shinney had managed to shimmy it past him, he put it in the top corner and giving oh, Joe Hart boom, no boom. chance. One 0 Livy, well deserved winner. Shimmy. Fantastic. I absolutely love that. Um so there we go. That was how the league was. Um, there are fixtures to come, but the League Cup was happening last night. It's happening tonight again. Um, St. Johnson, wonderful to see. It's going to be their fifth trip to Hamden in the last year, and their fans are going to be able to be there. Hurrah! Yes. Um, yeah, a, a resolute um, victory last night against Dundee. Um, that man, Rooney, scoring again. The cup, the cup legend continues. Um, probably not his best effort on goal, but managed to trickle past the goalkeeper. Took a bit of a, a wicked deflection. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think the early chances, Dundee definitely looked the better of the two sides' early doors. But again, much like on the weekend, creating plenty of chances, but not able to put one in the back of the net. As I said, Griffiths turning provider, but. Again, a few headers, a few great saves from Xander Clark, keeping the Perth side in it. But yeah, run away 2-0 in the end. Um, yeah, and their cup run or their cup, cup success continues for another round. So Celtic have got Wraith Rovers tonight. Some memories of that. In fact, um, I remember being taken to that cup final where Paul McStay missed a penalty and um, walking towards uh, the, the, the trains after the game um, from a multi-storey um, block of flats, which has now been raised to the ground with with some fans of a certain Glasgow club waving their uh, red, white and blue flags saying... Um, among other things, you must be most upset. I'm paraphrasing. Um, yeah, as a Dundee United fan, it didn't really bother me that much, but as with Celtic fans, they were quite upset. And obviously the Wraith Rovers fans, they were in absolute ecstasy. I'm sure they were all from um, Kirkcaldy. Um, but tonight, 
Um, they have Wraith Rovers at home at Celtic Park and no away fans allowed. And, and also, I make the point quite broadly because Dundee United fans aren't going to be allowed for the league game shortly yep. either. So what's yep. going on there, Anthony? So there's basically a, there's a red zone that has to exist in the main stand behind Come on. the... Well, this is, I don't know if it's a government policy or whatever, but there's a red zone behind the dugouts where players who are substitutes or have come off the the park, they've got to go there and be um, so far spread apart and so on, so socially distanced and all this sort of stuff. So the season ticket holders who would be sitting in those seats have then been moved to the away end, which are apparently worse seats, but... By doing that, that doesn't leave any space for um, for away fans. Now, okay. that's that's one issue. Um, but then the other issue is that I don't think Celtic, especially for the Dundee United game, is allowing a Dundee United stream. So basically, Dundee United fans have no way of being able to see the game, which I, I think is wrong. So hopefully yeah. common sense prevails and there will at least be like a you know, an ability for like a pay per view type situation or something. Good man. For, Thank you for saying we that will, loud because I think well, that's well, very poor. Well, well, if that doesn't if that doesn't get rectified, that 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 is very poor. And you know, I I I, I foresee this rumbling on until at least the next Glasgow derby when Rangers come visiting Celtic Park. Then after that, it will be interesting to see what happens. But there's a little bit of tit for tat going on at the moment. I feel. Mm. Um, Wraith Rovers, thing, though, I mean, I think, do you think that they're just a wee bit upset still about their cup final defeat? How many years? 27 years ago now? Or something like that. Yeah. I think they might, 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 might have gotten over it by now. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Living, Livingston also, we should mention, got beat 2 0 last night by Rangers. So Rangers through to the next round. Um, Ennis Hadji being the, 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 the game breaker coming on at half time, yeah. and he managed to set up a goal within a couple of minutes of coming on and then set up Morelos after he was set up by Max Stryak, who I don't know where he was trying to pass the ball to, but he passed it straight to a Rangers player and that took the sting out the tie. 2-0 to Rangers there into the semi-finals as well. Um, So, yes. And then what was the other League Cup fixture that's happening tomorrow morning, Richard? Oh, my God, that's really bad. You're asking me, but I've completely lost it. It's Dundee United, and they're at home to... Hibs, isn't it? Thank you, yes. Uh, They haven't sold many tickets. Uh, and that's really bad actually a kind of blind spot on it myself I think they've only sold about 2,000 tickets which is a bit of a worry um, but why is, is, why is that Why is that? do you think? is it just as midweek or? midweek skint and you can get a ticket for the game for 19 quid and you can buy an online subscription to have streaming football for the month for 15 quid well yeah okay so, yeah, kind of partly pandemic-related, I'm sure, because everyone's kind of trying to get back on their feet. But I equally, you know, United, decent start, but it's not a season ticket game. So, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I think it's more expensive for most of them. All right, let's do some shite predictions for uh, the league fixtures this week. I love it. We've got Dundee versus Rangers at the Kilmac uh, Stadium at Dens Park. Oh, kill Max Stadium at Dens Park. Okay, right. Rangers 2-0 at Dens. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, I I can't I can't see Charlie Adam putting in a match winning performance, put it that way. Lee Griffiths, on the other hand, you never know. 
Um, I'm ready to say 2-1 with Lee Griffiths to, to score his first league goal of the season for Dundee. That, so that's an away win, though, at 2-1. Yes. Yes. To, to uh, Hearts and Livy. Uh, Hearts comfortably. Um, yeah, Livingston's had a hard run. They played Celtic last week with, and won. Um, obviously beat last night by Rangers. I think they're going to have nothing left in the tank. And I think Hearts are going to win 3-0. And they'll have a good crowd at home as well. Great stadium, great stadium. If you ever get a chance to go and watch football, um, go and watch it at Gorgie Road. It's brilliant at Tynecastle. Great noise. Uh, Mullow against Ross County. Mullow, I have to take them. I, oh, actually, I didn't give you my tip for Hearts, Livy. I agree. I think it's going to be a, a, a 2 0 for Hearts. Uh, Mullow, Ross County. Mullow going very well, looking super. Lots of interesting stuff going on. Uh, Van Veen, the plasterer. How do you think this is going to go? Well, Motherwell last season was the team where I would tip them to win and they'd get beat, and then I'd tip <laughs> them to get beat and they'd win. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues this season. I'm going to say that Motherwell should get the, the win here. Um, I think 2-1. Uh, Tony Watt to get on the goal sheet again. Um, Ross County definitely improving. Um, but Motherwell at the moment that we should be buoyed after the result at Ibrox last week. So I think that 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 momentum should carry them through this week. Well, I'm going to go the draw actually because I fancy Ross County. I think they played really well against Hearts, so I'm going to go one-one. St Bernard plays Aberdeen. Hey, oh Aberdeen! This is all. This is live on KO in Australia land, uh, and so therefore Why? you should be able to watch it. Indeed. Why? Yes, that's the game. That that's the game that we've got. Twelve o'clock. It's the twelve o'clock kickoff. Samarin. I reckon after their comeback against Hibs, are going to find themselves against Aberdeen. Aberdeen have been honking. Yeah, I, I. Yeah, I mean Aberdeen need to win. Can I see them winning? Poof, probably not. Um. Yeah, this is really. Oh, this has got like one each written all over it. I think. I think Stephen Glass's uh, tenure is looking increasingly shattering. I gonna. I reckon it's gonna be St. Martin one 0 Was that a, was that a wee pun there on Glass and shattering there? I was very good. Celtic Dundee United, uh, one of the my favourite games of the season. I love going to Celtic Parts. He's Dundee United. They've got humped so many times over the years. Uh, this is a 3 0 Celtic. Um, I think Celtic will win. Uh, I don't think it will be smooth sailing because I, I don't think Celtic are getting any of their players back anytime soon. So Cal, Cal Max still out, Cowgirl's still out. Um, uh, James Forrest, I think, still another week away. So I'll say 2-0 Celtic, um, but again, a bit like a, the Ross County game, it'll probably take them a while to break break Dundee United down. Um, but well, I think their winning form at home will continue. Yeah, United are quite organised, sort of midfield and defensively, but they won't have the punch up front. Even with Celtic's kind of makeshift defence, uh, you know, Ian Hart, he does take his chances, but they tend to come from sort of midfield errors and and I, it depends on how kind of Celtic map out in that space. Hibs against St. Johnson. This is going to be a good one because St. Johnson probably buoyed by qualifying for yet another Hamden semi-final. Um, Hibs stuttering, flattering to deceive. Are they good enough? Are they going to win? Are they not? Well, um, Hibs will have one last day to recover because they're playing... Um 
tonight or tomorrow morning at our Perth time. Uh, St. Johnson, yeah, threw in the cup. Um, and yeah, Hibs need to win at home, need to start winning at home again. It's just sad. I don't know why Hibs have two home games in the trot, but that's why obviously the way the league's swung this this time around. Um, I'll say two one Hibs, but with no confidence at the moment. Yeah, I think that St. Johnson are on their way back. I reckon it's going to be a draw, probably a 1-1. With Stevie May um, having now tasted goal scoring again for yet another season, I think he's going to score another one. Uh, I, I hope not to have stolen your final thoughts entirely, Antonio, so please share with me what you think for the coming week. Well, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, was, I was referring to some dumb behaviour from Rangers earlier on so I may as well finish with some dumb behaviour for uh, Lee Griffiths uh, kicking a flare back into the crowd um, after the match uh, last night against um, oh sorry against St. John- uh, St. Johnson St. yeah Johnson, so yes. he was being uh, the, the, the chant of pedo was uh, getting uh, shouted at him so somebody decided to throw a flare on the pitch and he's kicked it back into the crowd. So the SFA or, SP- or SPFL are investigating. So there may be some action coming uh, Griffiths's way. Um, should the flare have been on the park in the first place? No, but two wrongs don't make a, don't make a right, Richard. And my final thought is uh, there's so many things going on in the world, but FIFA thinking that we should play the World Cup every second year. Oh my God, that is like the things. Daftest oh, so we go. There thing. you go. Oh, I lit the touch like, paper. Oh, I, I nearly threw my phone across the room when I read that. Like, who, who thinks that's a good idea? Obviously, FIFA, but. Um, Sorry, mate. Cutting your final thought there, but that, yeah, you, I, I saw that. I'm just going like, why? Why? It's just greed. It's, it could be the only reason. Sure. I'll get our pals and our podcast listeners chatting again. Thank you so much for your feedback. Thank you so much for listening all over the world, wherever you are listening. Uh, Anthony McGuire and myself will be back in a week or so. Do take care and enjoy the Scottish football. Cheers. Thanks, Richard. Bye.